What factors are behind higher insurance rates for trucking companies? Let's go to the bench. Legal news and business interviews from Collins and Lacey, a leading South Carolina defense firm for construction, retail and hospitality, transportation, workers' compensation, and more. Views expressed by guests are their own. Now, recorded live at the 2021 South Carolina Trucking Association's Annual Conference. This is The Legal Bench. And welcome to The Legal Bench. I'm Michael Burney, Director of Business Development at Collins and Lacey Law Firm. What is contributing to higher costs for insurance for trucking companies? Joining me right now is Collins and Lacey attorney, Robert Peel. And Rob, you have a special guest. Thanks, Mike. I have with me today Curtis Parker. Curtis Parker works for Benton and Parker Company. Curtis, thanks for being with us today and kind of explain to me how you got into the role where you are with Benton and Parker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, Rob. Uh, thanks for having me on here today. Um, yeah, so I've, I've been in trucking insurance now for yeah, probably eight, nine years. Um, my, my dad and his partner started Benton & Parker Insurance Agency back in 1985 and, uh, you know, never thought I'd be working for them. But uh, here, here I am, um, kind of got my teeth cut uh, working with some different insurance agents out west and, and I've slowly made my way back to Greenville here. But uh yeah, so we're a, we're a transportation insurance agency. It's all we do. It's what we specialize in. Because um, as you know, and, and I know, it's a it's a very unique market. Um, it, it's not like everything else that's out there. So. Okay, so we're here to discuss insurance liability today. And what are some of the big ticket or major topics that you see uh, with insurance liability for trucking companies today? Obviously, over the last couple of years, insurance cost has been you know on the rise. Um, used to be a smaller expense. And now it's it's ranking one or two uh, or, or three in, in a trucker's um, line item expenses here each year. And really some of the biggest factors that are going into it is, is obviously the legal climate. Um, you know, small small claims are, are going into larger claims and, and really the, the truckers have been turned into to villains in the, in the legal system's eyes. Um, so you've got the legal environment. You've also got the CSA scores, which play a really big factor in it as well. Um, you know, if, if you're not maintaining and making sure you've got a good safe uh, safety culture in mind with your motor carrier, then your scores are going to get out of whack. And, and really that and losses are your two biggest factors when insurance companies are looking at what your premiums are going to be on a year-to-year basis. Can you just kind of give us a layman's view of what a CSA is? So the CSA scores, um, you know, each each trucking company has their own scores. Um, it's, it's, dead, it's based off of violations throughout the year, um, whether, you know, you've got five basic categories. You've got your unsafe driving um, you've got your, your vehicle maintenance scores, your hours of service. Um, it, it's several different categories, which basically the violations come into play where each trucker, you know, whether they're doing their e-logs correctly, are they running the right amount of hours? Do they have their vehicle updated? Is the, you know, is their tape done right? Are their brakes done? Is everything complete? Um, and so those are, those are really big factors that, uh, that are calculated based off of different scores that, that we won't dive into today because that, that's an own topic on itself. But uh, you've got to make sure you're maintaining those throughout the year to help limit your costs for sure. So do y'all um, broker insurance for insurance companies or do y'all broker it for the individual trucker or do y'all do both? We're, we're brokering it for the individual trucker itself. So we, we work with several direct carriers and with different brokers to find the best rates for, for each individual motor carrier each year. What are some ways 
that um, truckers themselves can look to limit the liability insurance premium per year? Uh, there's several different things. I, I think the biggest thing and, and one of the things that you'll see a lot of, you know, in the next coming years is, is just technology. Um, it's been slowly introduced uh, to the trucking world, but it's becoming more and more of a thing. And when I say that, you've got your ELD devices that are tracking your mileages, and, and they also track data like hard braking, um, driver speed, you know, whether he's speeding or, or you know, how he's driving. You've also got the new cameras, uh, whether it's a dash cam, event recorder, forward-facing, rear-facing. There's several different things, but the trucking companies need to start using these to provide a better environment for their truckers so they can coach their individual drivers on how to perform better. Uh, because as long as they're all performing better, that limits your scores. It limits the you know it limits their bad exposure out on the roadway, and and then makes them a safer trucking company at the end of the day. So, if they can use these technology systems to help provide a better culture for them, that can drive down their insurance cost at the end of the day by not having bad scores and by not having losses. If a trucker wanted to um, put in a camera in their um, whatever type of camera system it may be, is that a cost borne by the trucker or is that a cost borne by the company he's driving for? It can be either one. Um, so we, we have it where several of our motor carriers, they, you know, they're providing the ELD and camera systems for their drivers. Now I have had several where we've got owner-operator fleets, and it's harder to dictate what they're going to put into their trucks because it is their piece of equipment. But um, I've talked to several companies where these these cameras have helped so many drivers out these days that they're even if the company's not providing it to them, they'll go out and get just a little cheap dash cam just to. Put put in their truck to provide them safety because it it really has gotten a, a people it saved some people's bacon here over the last couple of years because it shows proof of who's at fault in an accident whether it's them themselves or somebody else um, knowing who is actually at fault and having proof of it in a video picture is is a big deal and I agree with what you said initially, which was, and what we do, uh, truckers are villainized. They are looked at as the, the evil people who don't know what they're doing, but they actually do. And oftentimes they're after having to prove a negative. And these, it sounds like these videos kind of help uh, the trucker, you know, proof that they were actually in the right when it feels like everyone's pulling it at a different direction, telling them that they were wrong. Yeah, and, I, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier before we hopped on. I mean, I, I had a case here with one of my clients uh, just a week ago or so, and, and he sent me, he just texted me a video um, driving down the highway in the left lane, and, and a Suburban gets up uh, basically even with him just a little bit past and veers over in front of him. Um, and the driver did a fantastic job, stayed calm, hit the brakes, and fortunately no one was injured in the accident. Suburban didn't flip. But, you know, as soon as they pull their vehicles to the side, you know, the driver of the Suburban's getting out claiming to the police officer that the tractor trailer merged over into his lane and drug him across each lane. Um, and, and it was fairly simple to prove. I mean, the driver handed over the dash cam showed the officer the video of it and the video just the officer just looked at him and said well sir i can clearly see that you entered the lane of the tractor trailer uh, it, there's really no fault here and so the citation was actually given to the to the private passenger vehicle so uh, and that's just one small instance um, but you know nine times out of ten if there's no camera in there that officer is believing that private passenger vehicle they're not going to believe that the trucker didn't come over 
because um, like you said, they, they're always seem to be vilified in, in this way and they've got a really uphill battle. So those cameras can be a big help for them. These cameras can help uh, a law enforcement officer determine who's at fault in a wreck. It can probably help the insurance company if a claim's ever brought showing exactly what happened. And it also could be used in a subsequent legal proceeding if someone tried to sue the trucker for the accident. And, and tell me if you don't know this, because I don't know, and that's why I'm asking you. How long do those videos record until they're taped over? Do you know? So each, uh, you know, and, and I don't, it, every vendor's kind of different, but I, from what I understand, um, a lot of them are, are triggered by some type of force. Um, so they'll, it, you know, they feel the accident happen and it, all of a sudden it goes on a 12 to 15 second loop. Um, now that can vary from, like I said, from different company. And, and heck, I've got a, I just put a, a camera in my truck that I got off of Amazon and, and it doesn't work with any type of force. It just has a SIM card that runs a video complete. Um, and once you reach the max, it starts to record over itself. So if you have an event and you take it off, you can store it on a computer. But I think most of the ones that, that vendors are using these days are going to be triggered by some type of G-force and, and have a set time limit of when it's going to record. How expensive are they? From what I've heard, I think they can range anywhere from 150 to, to hundreds of dollars to put in a truck, depending on what type of level you get put in. And then you also have your, your monthly cost of running some type of subscription, depending on if you're just getting a simple dash cam you know, from Amazon or if you're actually using a third-party vendor that's providing services with the video. Um, so kind of hard to say on cost because each vendor is different. Now, we are seeing, uh, one thing I will say, just being on the insurance side of things, we're starting to see a lot more insurance carriers be proactive on this and offer offsetting costs. So maybe they don't pay to provide it, to put it in the truck, but if you do sign up with one of their preferred vendors, they'll offset your cost of $150 per truck per year. Um, just incentivizing these these carriers to, to put these cameras in the trucks as a, an extra safety precaution to help them in a, in a claim situation. Other than... Uh Moving vehicle accidents, are there another reason why a trucker's insurance premium would go up other than moving violations or... Uh, you, you've got, uh, I mean, moving violations, you know, the, which go hand in hand with the safer scores and losses are your two, you know, your biggest ones. Um, you know, another one would be your, your driver pool. You know, who you're hiring matters. Um, who you're putting in your truck matters. I mean, when you write an insurance policy, that's a, that's a million dollar check traveling down the road. So... Do you really want to put someone with not enough experience or several accidents in, you know, behind your, your company's truck and, and risk a million dollars or, or possibly several million more? That's, that's probably one of the biggest factors that we, we see other than the losses and the, the safer scores is your driver pool, um, which is a big topic right now because there's not enough drivers out there for these truckers to put in, in any of their units. So it's they kind of suffer in two ways or they they can't get people to get in the trucks and then when they find them they they've got to be perfect um, to go in the trucks so it is a tough road for them to go is that because of the covid pandemic is it is that sort of the same thing that the uh, retail and hospitality waitresses waiters people working in food beverage i, I think it's been uh, exacerbated because of that it, it's definitely made it more difficult than it was but it's that you know driver shortage has been an issue for for years now um and covid has definitely made it harder um you know it, it, and I'm not a I'm not a motor carrier that's hiring drivers on a day in day out basis, but but from what I'm understanding from my clients is, you know, it was hard enough to find someone that fit the insurance program's, you know, criteria, 
now it's hard enough to find someone that actually wants to go work five days a week and, and get in the truck and, and do what they need to do to make a paycheck, you know, for, for whatever reason that may be. You know, that's a little bit outside of my realm. So, um, but yeah, it, finding drivers, finding good ones is, is getting harder and harder, and it, and it does affect the insurance cost. So, Well, thanks for being with us today, and I appreciate it. Of course. Of course. Thanks for having me on. And for the latest legal news to South Carolina businesses, join us right here for the next episode of The Legal Bench. You've been listening to The Legal Bench from the South Carolina defense firm Collins & Lacey. Learn more at collinsandlacey.com.